So in, in the future, uh, me and her and Dawn are still together? Yeah. You're still living with us? Yeah. Am I a good dad? You. You told me a bedtime story every night when I was small. You were always there. You never missed one. And, um... You took us for picnics in the country every Saturday. You never let us down. You were there for us all the time. Someone I could really rely on. That's not me. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who, the episode Father's Day. I am Ken. Jeff. And Julia. And um, Father's Day is an episode that came out in 2005. It was Christopher Eccleston. Paul Cornell wrote it. Paul Cornell. And uh, I thought this was a really good episode, probably one of the best of the season. If not, well, I was going to say best of Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> you mean you actually like one? Yay! <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it surprised me because it didn't have a lot of the stuff that I would like in Doctor Who, but it had a lot of emotion and a lot of good characters. And uh, The Doctor dies. And the Doctor's taken out of his element. He doesn't really succeed, and that's good. I always like to see that once in a while, so... Yeah, this was one of the better ones, especially when you come off of Farting Aliens and Adam and stuff like that. And and it was different because the Doctor actually got really mad at Rose because she changed history, which ends up uh, to, to make the Reapers show up and all that, and time tries to heal itself. But he, like, was he calling her a stupid ape? or another, just yeah, another, another stupid ape. Just another stupid ape. He just goes off on her. Yeah, I mean, and when I watched that, I was like, I wish Eccleston had lasted longer. You know, the problem with these doctors that don't last longer than two or three years is they, I like to see them develop more, <laughs> but uh, that's not going to happen with Eccleston. So, um, yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff in this episode. The story was pretty good. Um, music was excellent. It fit, all fit together really well. Some great acting. I thought Billy Piper was really... That's probably her best episode. She did pretty good in Dalek, but this one was pretty good, too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought she was... I thought she was great. Not whiny or... She wasn't as annoying. Super cocky yeah. as she can be. Like she was with Tenet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... It was kind of weird because she goes and she's... She wants to see, well, we know it's part of a big plot, but she, it's kind of morbid as she wants to see the moment that her father dies. But we all know that, you know, she wanted to sit, ends up saving her father, but she kind of, you're not sure. I mean, it's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden you see her just dash off. Yeah, and they, she, she would, says it wasn't a big pl part of the big plan, but it was definitely a plan to, to do something with her father, whether it was just to see him again or... or, or at all, I should say, and um, or maybe she had planned on rescuing him and didn't really 
admit to it because she wouldn't admit it to him because he he, he was wouldn't have taken her back. Yeah, he, he was and they, really they did, bad at her. They did it twice, right? I mean, they were, yep, they were there twice. Yep, mm -hmm. and the first time she watched him get hit. Right, and, and then, then the second froze. Yeah, which seems kind of morbid that she wants to see her dad get hit by a car. Well, she didn't want to see him get hit by a car. She wanted to. What I took out of it was, if she had seen him in any other capacity, she might have changed history. But she's seeing him in his, her la his last few seconds, so it wouldn't have mattered anyways, no matter what. Even if she walked up and said, hey, I'm, I'm your daughter, it wouldn't have mattered. But, um, so that's why the doctor allowed her to, to, at that moment. But she, you know, had a reaction, I think, and ran out and... Well, she said she didn't want him to die alone. Yeah. She wanted to be there with him when he died. Because... But then she froze. Yeah, the first time. And then the second time, she just was ready for it and then said, hey, I have a little more, you know, and then, you know, I can imagine just having that reaction of like, you know, and then she said later on, you're always changing history and stuff. What, you know, what's, and it's, I remember afterwards, she was kind of like, oh, so now you, he, he'll get a chance to do all this stuff. And she's like trying, he's, she's doing all the talking. He's just like staring at her <laughs> kind of like, and she's like, yeah, that, that happened, and, uh, you know, oh, that'll be good, you know, and just kind of, you know, hoping that he just says, oh, okay, you did good, let's go, but he never did. He, he was upset with her. And because it was a fixed point, right, that the whole fixed yeah, point. Well, he didn't say it was a fixed point, though. That was another, was that a Moffat invention? I think a, fixed points were, no. No, those have always been there. Tenant was, Tenant had so, fixed who, points. Since when? Since maybe. Since the reboot. Maybe Marco Polo was there a or fixed the Aztecs, point? right? Where no, the doctor but they says you can't they, they change. Yeah, but they didn't call it fixed point, though. I, I mean, Doctor Who uses fixed point where you can't change things when it's convenient, when it makes sense. But see, when you go into the future and you change something, well, it's someone's past you're changing. So in the past, they would say, you can't change Marco Polo because we all know Marco Polo. You can't change Reign of Terror because we all know Reign of Terror. But you can change the Censorites because we don't know them. But wait a minute. 300 years later, the Censorites could have been... So it, it only it uses it as a convenience. And it's and then later on, it's more noticeable because the doctor's like, no, we can't change this. But we could change everything else. And, and he said it himself. He goes, you know, she's like, what makes you the authority on it or whatever? And he's like... Well, it's me. I, I know what I'm doing, you know, whereas you don't. And again, that's just a plot to say this is wrong, but the other ones are okay to do. Right, yeah. And they did that with Amy and Rory, too. It was otherwise, why not go back and have more adventures with them before they go die or whatever? And, but, anyways. Well, so they're also, it was that, uh, that Jackie was kind of. Know, meaner in this one. She was like always berating Pete and thinking that and at one point she thought Rose was the, the flavor of the month. Yeah. She was kind of... Well, they're obviously going through some tough times and um, after he dies, she softens up to him quite a bit and kind of tells um, Rose and sets this up like, oh, he wasn't that bad and, you know, and that's people do that, I guess, you know, you know, um, you know once you're
dead, it's like, kind of like, well, they weren't that bad, you know. And, and so Rose has always assumed that he was a really good guy and he really would have been a really good father. And um, But then she sees the truth of it when they're talking together and they're, all they're doing is arguing. And I love the scene where there's the three of them arguing because it, it was almost like that would have happened if he had, well, he did live for this. That's how their life would have been, maybe. They would have been constantly... They probably would have got separated. Well, they were. I think they were kind of separated at that point. or getting close to it, I think. But, um, yeah, so... I thought that was all handled really well. And I don't want family drama in Doctor Who, but here it is. Family drama, and it worked. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought it was pretty um, realistic. You know, Jackie met this guy, they got married, he turns out not to be as great as he's made himself out to be. Mm -hmm. I think that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but she had something to do with it too, right? But she was, not, she was certainly not very <laughs> supportive. Not no, it's not all his fault, not at all. I mean, she, did, she is a nag. She was a nag in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. You know? So. But she, um, um, I, and we talked about how the doctor gets taken out. He, he doesn't make it through this, the episode. He, he gets killed or whatever. And so, in a way, he failed the mission. Um, he failed the city. He failed the episode. <laughs> and... Um, and then, but he had planted the seeds and gotten the ball rolling for Pete to step forward and say, "Okay, I wasn't a good, I wouldn't have been a good parent. I haven't been a good person. I've messed everything up, and uh, I'm going to make it right and sort of almost take on that, you know, like martyr role or father role even because the doctor is sort of the father role for the for Rose maybe this one especially not Tennant as much, and now." The doctor's saying, okay, Dad, now you take over for the for the remainder five minutes of this episode or whatever. And he he steps up and makes up for all his... Yeah, he goes and sacrifices himself to, to save the day. Yeah. And, um... But it did turn out differently because, you know, he got hit in front of the church instead of wherever he was before, and the guy stopped, and Rose was there with him, you know, when he died. Yeah, because later on... She's explaining to her mother, there was a blonde girl there when he died, she, you know, that was me, to, to convince Jackie that she traveled through time, whatever. What episode was that? I don't remember. It yeah. might have been Doomsday or... I had forgotten about that. Not Doomsday, but the uh, Parting of the Ways. But it didn't, you know, it, it didn't change the, the, um, the whole chemistry because Jackie was still kind of looking at and showing Rose as she's on and they said there was a girl there some say there was a girl there talking to him or something like that so it didn't necessarily change that dynamic because but but it changed a little bit it changed it wasn't as well I should say it's not as tragic but I guess it was it just it wasn't as lonely it's lonely yeah because <laughs> yeah, everyone's kind of stayed around but so there was a, a difference plus Rose got the was able to meet her father. Right. Little did she know that she was going to meet him over and over and over again later <laughs> on. But yeah, the other Pete. The other <laughs> versions, which are not any better, really. <laughs> Maybe. So this one was by Paul Cornell. Yeah. And he wrote Human Nature, 
So which one do you think is better, this one or, or Human Nature and Family of Blood? They're so completely different. I mean, it's hard to compare them. There's a lot of good stuff in, in both. Um, this one was more original. The other one was based on his book. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think I don't necessarily say I'm gonna. I like Eccleston better than Tenet, but I, I just felt that this episode was closer. When, when I started watching Doctor Who, this 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 series, the first season. My expectations were like this, and they weren't weren't met when I watched the first batch of episodes. And then I was hoping that it would raise up to those expectations. Meanwhile, I was bringing my expectations down. And you know, a couple of them, like Daleks, started to get closer and closer. And this one really did a good job. And it's it's always meant more to me. I've wa I watched it more than most of them, and um, it's you know one of my favorites. And the family of blood and everything um, that two-parter was really good too but I think I still prefer Father's Day but not by a lot yeah hmm. um, I don't think Family of Blood needed to be a two-parter yeah I think it did there's a couple I, I, I don't like the if you ever get a chance if you ever find it read, read the original book that the, it's based on okay it's hmm. actually it's really good but it, it, different doctor. Yeah, it's the seventh doctor instead. Oh. But it's still, it's still pretty good. Uh, a lot of good things in this one. I like little Mickey clinging to the first bond he comes <laughs> across, and um, um, the speech that the doctor gives to the couple. You know, it's almost like the doctor. Everyone wants to be the doctor and wants to travel in time, but he's kind of the opposite. Saying, oh, you two met. It was two a.m. Got a taxi. You know, he kind of. Um, likes that, you, you know, and almost kind of wishes maybe, not, I don't think he wishes his life was like that, but he, he sees some some good in it and everything, and so it was all, a lot of good little speeches and stuff like that. I like, this is maybe over the top, but the doctor goes up to, in front of the church, and he's at the podium, you know, the, whatever that altar or whatever. Altar, they, yeah. yeah, and It's a lectern. Lectern or whatever. Why can't he, um, had just talked to them in the, but he had to go up and like, you know, I'm surprised he didn't put on like a collar or something. <laughs> you know, this is the way it's going to be or whatever. I like his anger in this episode, especially toward Rose. I mean, he just was, you know, sort of Capaldi's been sort of like that too. He gets mad, but the other ones don't get that mad. They get mad at certain people, but they don't really get mad at like... They don't get mad at the companions. They get yeah. mad at like the villain. Yeah. Well, in essence... Rose was kind of the villain because she she created, she created the mess yeah. by you know making the the reapers show up and all that yeah and then I like the little Back to the Future moments where they kept saying stuff like um, you know oh are you related to to Jackie or whatever and you know Rose's expressions I mean she's really good uh, Billy Pipe is really good in this because um, just her expressions and you know the I don't know if she does it on her own or if they spray water in her eyes or something, but she's sitting there with the, the big mascara with the eyes um, watering or whatever. And I think she did a really good job. I don't think there's a lot of things she's done in Doctor Who that I didn't like, but this is definitely one of them that was that Dalek and this and some other stuff she was really good in. So I thought this show really, and I wish Paul Cornell had done more episodes because he seemed to... 
have a better idea of what was going on and then uh, what's maybe he will <laughs> when Chibnall takes over. Well, maybe, maybe uh, certain people he's trying to stay away from. Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have much longer to go with him, so. I thought the special effects were great. I, I like the creatures there, and um, the music was really good. And you know, like especially with the car going around, yeah. and disappearing yeah. and going around yeah. and disappearing. Yeah. And when when Pete was looking out the window and kept seeing the car, I can't remember the name of that piece of music, but it, it's yeah. like a classical piece or a lullaby uh, or something, and it just kept going discordant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I thought that was a really effective way to use the music. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, so we like this one. A lot of emotion in it, a lot of tears. Um, I think when I first saw this episode, I, I remember reading people were like, oh my God, this is not Doctor Who. Because they don't want to see that. They don't want to, I mean, I was a sort of against the whole thing about a family connection because now every other episode they have to go back to Earth and there, there was a responsibility to go back and I wasn't a big fan of Jackie. I wasn't a big fan of that whole thing. It got worse with, um, what's her name? Donna. No, no, no. Donna was Martha. okay. Martha. Uh, Mar Martha. I got, it, although it wasn't as frequent. Maybe, maybe it didn't get worse with Martha. <laughs> but No, her family was in a few episodes. Yeah. But, but obviously Jackie was in every other episode or call you know I got a caller you know and the phone works and you can see Jackie and um, I thought she got better as time went on she was pretty good in this you know it's a pretty good comedy and um, I like Jackie yeah yeah I find her you know she's she's kind of amusing and mm -hmm. very typical sort of working class Brit London but, the, the uh, scene where he goes, I've always wanted to say this, get out or whatever, and she was Shut just up, Jack. And then there was another one where uh, I used it in the what was it, the Christmas invasion, where she she couldn't get she she he couldn't get a word in edgewise because she was talking or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but so I guess that's pretty good humor. That's why I didn't like her because there was humor around her. <laughs> I didn't want humor, but. You have very strict ideas of what Doctor Who yeah. needs to be. Well, I based it on the classic series, and there wasn't a lot of humor in the classic series, at least not intentionally anyways. But <laughs> I guess my favorite Doctor is Patrick Crowden. He had a lot of humor, so maybe I'm being very hypocritical, but um, maybe it's the type of humor. But, you know, this episode certainly didn't, wasn't, there was no goofy humor in this, I don't think. No. I, I could probably find some if I really looked, but... So anyways, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening.